Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Niners Purpose Podcast, where today it's me, Duncan, joined by... What's up? It's Nathan. Hey, it's Tanner. And now Tanner's got us with the quote. All right. So today I have a quote by Richard Nixon. Defeat doesn't finish a man. Quitting does. A man is not finished when he's defeated. He's finished when he quits. And I think this is very applicable to a lot of things we do in life and all of our goals and ambition is that, you know... Defeat is not always the worst thing ever. Yeah, it sucks whenever you're in school and you're like, damn, that I just got a really bad grade on my test. Like, this is going to suck trying to recover the rest of the semester. But, you know, it, it, it's a learning step in everything you do because, like, now I know I need to study more. I didn't know that as well as I needed to, and I better be ready for that final exam by studying this topic more. And I think in my own life, it's very applicable. Like, especially I can think about it. In school, I can think about it with running. Like um, back when I ran a lot in high school, you know, in track and cross country, you didn't get the time that you wanted. You're like, dang, that really sucks. I didn't beat my PR for this course. But, you know, it's a great learning experience. You know, I need to run more. I need to practice these hills. I need to something. You always have something. You're like, wow, that didn't work like it should have. And you need to work on it. So I think just focusing on defeat, not as a bummer, because like, yeah, it sucks, but just take it as a learning lesson and act on it and you make changes. Yeah. Um, also, I think that it's very important to remember that sometimes defeat is earned. You know, not all of us like to admit it, but at times we did something or we had to sacrifice something. and. You know, maybe you remember why you neglected your duties or whatever else. You know, let's say that you are supposed to study for a test and you don't figure out why, you know, because sometimes it's a motivation issue. And if it's a motivation issue, you can fix it. It's just hard to fix. If it's an other issue, like an extenuating circumstance, then, you know, you can be upset about it, but also remember if this was just like a chance thing that happened and there's nothing else you could have done, there's no reason to beat yourself up about it because that's not going to help anyone. But if it's due to like some extenuating circumstance that was the last minute and you didn't complete your last minute work, that's a preparation and timing issue, which again, you can fix. So it's not only about, you know, knowing that you can fix what you fail at, but also knowing how to fix what you can fail at. And that's completely the other issue that requires a lot more introspection and reflection. Yeah. I'd say um, definitely what I'm thinking about the quote is uh, in, in terms of like fixing it, I think a lot of people, when it, when it comes to being like honest with yourself as to whether or not you failing was your fault or someone else's fault. I think that that's honestly something that, everyone has a really, really hard time with. Cause like, I know in terms of just me, myself, I 100% blame it on me. Like if something went wrong, a lot of times I'll just blame myself and just, you know, beat myself up internally. And I know there are other people that like, if something goes wrong, they sure as, it sure as hell was not their fault. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, like it literally could have been only them that affects the situation and, and it was someone else's fault, you know? So I think, you know, those two extremes of just either 100% blaming yourself or 100% blaming other people in other circumstances is something that you should get out of the habit of. And that, that makes it to where you, 
if you are able to be honest as to whether or not it was your fault or X circumstance, then you can move forward a little bit better. And chances are you'll be either closer to winning the next time or, you know, close, you won't be as def- defeated. You won't feel as defeated, but you also won't be defeated as badly. You can fix it in with the correct mindset. I think that's the most dangerous trap to fall into is saying that something's not your fault or not identifying that it is your fault and that it's somebody else's because you won't ever improve. Mm-hmm. You'll always be like, oh, well, I just can't succeed in life in any capacity because, you know, this circumstance is not letting me. It's like, no, maybe you need to look introspectively, yeah. which is a thing we talked about in previous episodes. And I think it helps solve a lot of issues. Yeah. Like, I think that that's really common, you know, when guys are dating. You know, cause like my friend literally complained to me about this the other day and he's like, I can't find any girls that aren't toxic and crazy. And like, they always seem to break up with me over stupid petty things. And I'm just over here going, you mean you can't find one girl. You can't find one girl who <laughs> likes you enough not to break up with you over a petty thing. Like to me, that's a, that's that not, just makes no sense. That, like, that's not yeah. a. The females are stupid. The problem that, that is a, a too often. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I hear the, too the, many guys say that. The common denominator is not the fifty women that you've tried to date. It's you. The common denominator is you. There's something wrong with your character, or with what you're looking for, or with how you act around women that is repelling the women. Right. <laughs> it's a tough pill yeah. to swallow. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it really, is. I'm, yeah. Honestly, like I feel like it really would be. I mean, if you dated fifty women. Yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. all broke up with you for the same thing and you think that yeah. thing is petty well guess what that thing is not petty yeah. okay maybe they were petty yeah. but they probably weren't all yeah. petty in the yeah. same well, damn yeah. way you don't <laughs> want to fall into the the trap that my my man juice world said rest in peace all girls are the same yeah in the end they're not they're no. not a lot of them can be the same in some capacities and, and men too but yeah well, i mean not. i mean we're all going to be similar in the same function i mean we're yeah. Two, two, two groups, you know, like, yeah. of course, we're going to have similarities and act the same way. And especially with, you know, defining women of the same age group, they're, they're going to yeah. be similar in yeah. a similar way. Yeah. But it's just like, but if you fail that many times, yeah, you know, like, yeah. like literally, yeah. and that's like common among all types of things. Like, um, there's a certain video games that are known for being toxic and the toxicity, right. That drives new players from the game is derived around that idea that the players who play always blame everyone else. Yeah. And they can't realize the common denominator is you. I know. We've That's all a, lot played, of, a lot of team games. We've yeah. all played Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rainbow Six Overwatch. Yeah. Rainbow Let's, Six Siege. I mean, League of Legends is a lot of screaming. For that. No, uh, screaming at each other. Yeah. I've done it. I screamed yeah. at so many people. Yeah, yeah, literally. People like... But sometimes honestly. it's not my fault. <laughs> no, but... That's the issue. Yeah. But <laughs> most of the time... No, a good chunk of the time. No, there's hey. something you could have done no, well, to yes. make it better. Yeah, well, the thing about it, I mean, like... I could have God-tiered carried them on my shoulders yeah. to victory. Well, that's what I'm, uh, well, it's like not necessarily in that situation that you had to be the best ever. You were going to lose that situation. Okay, and they put you in a 1v5 situation. I mean, like, if you didn't clutch it, you didn't clutch it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, like, in that case, it's like, well, what could I do if, if your goal is to be able to on a very very often situation be able to just clutch that situation Mm -hmm. then what do you do in practice to prepare you for that situation yeah you know what what do you do for yourself to make yourself better for those situations Mm -hmm. you know because because there's there's like i said the case of you blame everything on you 
mm-hmm. even if it doesn't, if it, it, it was not your fault. Yeah. And then the case of you blame everything on other people. Well, I mean, to an extent, blaming, beating yourself up for everything is in a microscopic way better because at least you'll, tr- you might try to fix something. Yeah. yeah. You know, versus blaming other people, because then you're just going to keep doing the same thing and wallow in the same issue of just, it's their fault. It's their fault. It's other people's fault. At some point, you might get to the situation where you're you're going to blame yourself for less things because you've got less things to blame yourself for. I think that happens with most team activities. It's just, it's so hard whenever you lose because you're like, dang. That's when you start turning on each other and looking really, like, proactively at everybody and like, well... I did pretty good, but we were brought down in this group project because such and such didn't do very good on their part, and so we didn't get the grade that we wanted. And it it just kind of sucks, but everybody just needs to think with their, their heads on, and it's hard to think about yourself like that set, like we said, in that negative light, but you have to sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that a good rule of thumb for I, even non-group activities, you know, I heard this saying, and I really like it, um, 20% of things in life are given to you 20% of the things in life. There's no fucking way you're, you're ever going to achieve it. Mm-hmm. And 60% is a brawl, right? Yep. So you, you have 60% of things that you've ever done that you had to fight for to a certain extent. And we're up there in like 50, 50 odds. And you had to affect how that penny dropped, you know, and those are the things that you really need to be focusing on, you know, try and determine what, was already given to you try and determine what was already there was no no chance in hell that you were ever going to achieve it and don't let those things get in your way yeah i think one of the the hardest situations about this topic is when you identify the issue with yourself and you know how to fix it and you don't like i think it's especially hard with me with some of my classes like well i didn't do that well on a test or something but i'll keep doing bad because and i know i need to study more it's just i can't will myself to yeah it's just hard, and it's a motivation yeah. thing, and not everyone is motivated the same it's way. It's not only I, – I think that kind of mis- – excuse the word. It's a self-discipline thing. Yeah. Because, like, motiv- if you define the difference between self-discipline and motivation, it may, it makes it a little bit easier because you should never – you should never, ever 100% base your ability to do something or your ability to go and do something on your motivation towards or your, your current in-the-moment aptitude and feeling to go and do something. Yeah. You should base it on a, I know what's good for me. I'm going to go do this. And I know that I may not be happy about doing it now. I may not be happy about doing it during, but afterwards the results are definitely going to be beneficial. And, you know, I can definitely reap my reward later, yep. you know? Well, it's like um, everyone thinks that pro players, you know, whether it's ba- basketball or um, football or maybe like, a video game or anything else they're like well they're always motivated because they're doing something they love but that's not true you know lebron james talked about how he hated lifting weights he hated it and yet every team he played on he lifted the most because not because he was motivated to do it he hated it but because yeah. he knew that he had to do that in order to be and be better than everyone else on the court you know and that's something that you have to understand is you you might not like doing something but you have to sacrifice a little bit of something in the present in order to get what you want in the future. Yeah. And I think that self-discipline is just not like, oh, discipline yourself. Like, just do it. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, it, it's, it's a very hard battle because, like, it's up to you. And if <laughs> you know that it's good for you, but you just don't do it, it's, it's just very, it's a very tricky subject. Yeah. yeah. 
on that subject, the easiest way, and, and I mean, like, I can definitely tell you, I've verified this in my personal experience. The easiest way to like build self-discipline is like a muscle. Yeah. You know, start with something small, you know, because at some point it stops being a out of necessity of self-discipline. It becomes habit, you yeah. know, and, and then it doesn't seem so much of a self-discipline. It doesn't take as much of that willpower, that, that energy that you have in a given day, you know, because I've heard, what was it? Um, I think it goes like you only have 20 choices in a day. Yeah. And so like, apparently that is a mantra that some people have and that that's why, you know, Mark Zuckerberg weighs the same thing every day, just plain black t-shirt and, and jeans or some, it, it, it's something to that effect of don't waste your choices, you yeah. know, and use that to your self-discipline. And at some point, those things that may be good for you will become a, you're not making a choice on it. That's just, that's just what you're doing, you know, in your day. Yeah. And so like, you can definitely start small, like, Start small and work bigger. Work work from, you know, well, I should, you know, run for two hours a day because I want to be physically fit. For, like, start with five minutes. I yeah. mean, like, it it may suck to stop what you're doing to go do that. But at some point, that's going to become your break or the thing that you enjoy going and doing, you know, and, and you'll become better and, and you'll be able to run that two hours. It, it may not be no time, but you, you'll definitely see the progress. Yeah. I definitely think relating back to the quote that that self-discipline here is directly related to quitting. Like once you build up that self-discipline or develop it and you choose not to quit, no failure will truly set you back. You know, it it may short term, but long term, those lessons that you've learned will really change whatever you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. And it's like when we're talking about self-discipline, I think about my grandpa who grew up smoking, you know, he was probably 12 years old, maybe younger, when he smoked his first whole pack, you know, in a day. And, like, now, at 70 years old, he's trying to quit. And for him, you know, going down to one cigarette a meal, which is where he's at right now, is huge. Because he tried to quit cold turkey, and that didn't work. He tried to quit really fast, and that didn't work. And he failed multiple times at it. He was relapsed multiple times. But now he's down to cigarette with breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and one before he goes to bed. And for him, that is huge. And I think that that's something that people don't realize is, you know, in the weight room, they'll go out and they'll look at all these huge, giant, mountainous individuals who are lifting, you know, 500, 600 pounds like it's a shrug. And they're like, well, I can't do that. But that doesn't matter. What matters is you need to do something significant for you, you know, whether that means that you're lifting five pounds heavier than your body weight or that means that you're lifting less than your body weight, you know, what matters is that's what you can lift. You know, my grandpa can't go to zero cigarettes right now. It is impossible for him to do so. But what matters is he is reducing the amount of cigarettes that he smokes in a day. And I think that a lot of people kind of fail at understanding that sometimes it's about getting better, not being the best. Yep. Yeah. So I think that the majority of what we talk about is on self-improvement, whether it's physical or mental, or I guess we can say on spiritual, Mm -hmm. but focusing on being in it for the long run. Don't let these short-term failures and losses and these battles in your overall ambition make you lose the war. Like, do not give up. And I know it's hard, especially with motivating yourself and having that discipline but once you start small and 
eventually build strong like Nathan Duncan talked about, you'll feel like a champion and it will help you accomplish or at least have the best odds at accomplishing whatever you're trying to do. So this week, uh, we definitely want you, I want you to go out and practice that self-discipline and don't give up when the little things stumble you or maybe a big thing. Don't let those failures stumble you. Learn from those lessons and you'll do great and help accomplish everything that you try to. All right. And I guess we'll, we'll see you next week. Uh, I'm Tanner. I've been your host. All right. It's Nathan. See you guys next time. See ya.